You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Independent Waters. I am your host, Mikey May Freddy, and joining me, as always, is the other host of this show, the prize, Zach Batista. Zach, how you doing, my man? I'm fucking sick, but I'm doing pretty good. Same. I keep coughing a lot, and I'm sure that'll be great for the audio, but we're going to try our <laughs> hardest to, you know, cut all that out and post, I guess. You're just going to hear, like, just, <laughs> oh, God, just yeah. death, and then, like, back all right <laughs> all right anyway back to the match after God. i'm dying just, i'm dying or you might you might progressively hear me go i'm dying i am dying help <laughs> please help, help please <laughs> all right oh. well we we have another indie wrestling promotion that we are focusing on today and zach do you want to tell the people what that promotion is yes because our while our coughing may be limited to this episode we have ah. a promotion known as limitless Got him! Alright, yeah, we, we may be coughing... I, I, I don't know, I tried to go with your joke and I lost my train of thought. Eh, we're sick, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we are taking a look at Limitless Wrestling all the way from Maine. Uh, what an awesome promotion. Uh, we have been... We've been talking about a lot... We've been talking about their matches uh, throughout the history of Indie Waters. We have done a lot of matches from Limitless. We have been nothing but impressed from Limitless. So we thought they'd be the perfect place to spotlight so here we are talking about some limitless wrestling Mm -hmm. zach what matches did we bring to the table this week we brought ricky smokes versus love doug (laughs) i like the way i like the way you say love doug (laughs) thank you thank you i try to do his name justice for what the gimmick (laughs) is we've got i I would say you did (laughs) then we got rip bison versus robert martyr and finally, we've got Ace Romero versus Alec Price in at the Vacation Land Cup. Yeah, we got a lot of cool matches to take a look at. Uh, so why don't we jump right on into it, Zach? I believe we want to start off with Smokes, uh, Ricky Smokes versus Love Dub. Yes. So the context that I have for this match that I could find is the winner of this match will get a future Let's Wrestle Championship match. Nice, nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm gonna say right out the gate, Love Dub's character is fantastic. Yeah, it is really good. There's a lot of really neat incorporations. I hate to admit to it. Game. I hate to admit it because I hate Valentine's Day, but it's good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of incorporate. Like he incorporated his gimmick a lot into his moves. He's like interacting with the crowd and smokes as well using this gimmick. It's it's great. Unfortunately, though, this then made Ricky Smokes' character seem kind of bland in comparison. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, a little bit. Like, he was very vocal, and I love that when my wrestlers are vocal, but, like, he said the same, like, three things the whole match. Mm-hmm. You're a joke. They don't love you. 
I'm gonna be your future champ, and that was the that was it the entire match. Yeah, it was like, and then Love Doug was just being awesome too, right? Yeah, and it, it literally was the equivalent of like you're in an argument with someone and you're just yelling the first three insults in your head, and you only yell the three insults, and you don't you can't think of anything else at the time. Mm-hmm. Now yeah, that being, it, but like I think wrestling wise, Smokes yes. was solid. I don't think yes. there was anything bad wrestling was. Oh yeah, and as Mikey said, match solid as fuck. Should get into it while we're at it. Yeah, why don't we? So we get a collar and elbow tie-up to start, and Doug gets the upper hand with a shoulder to the ribs, and he plays some mind games with Smokes, where he does the classic Love Doug move, where he gets his opponent in a side headlock and gives him a nice little peck on the head. Nice little nice little kiss. Mwah. Mwah. Smokes, of course, gets pissed off and locks in his own headlock, and when Love Doug's about to get out, he grabs him by his hair. And then mm-hmm. he takes him to the mat, gets up, blows some snot on him. Rude. Very. Uh, which causes Doug to respond with a great-looking dropkick and then a backdrop suplex, which causes Smokes to go to the outside. Here, Doug goes for a suicide dive, and he sees Smokes move out of the way, so then he murders him with a super kick to the face, and Smokes sells this like death. Yes, he, he does. I was very impressed by that. Yeah, Smokes just, like, folds in half, right? Literally. On the outside of the ring. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. So Doug's then goes for the suicide dive again, and it triggers this fun sequence where, like, they're basically trying to hit a suicide dive on each other, but they keep cutting each other off. Uh, yeah, they keep, they, keep, like, dod- they keep, like, rolling back in the ring when the other's about to do a thing, mm-hmm. and then they fight a little bit on the outside, and then they do it again. Yeah. It's like a whole... Whole thing, until Doug finally hits Smokes with it. Smokes goes flying off from the outside, up the entrance ramp, almost to the back. And then Love Doug gets into the apron, pulls a handful of rose petals out of his ch- trunks, throws them in the air, and goes, love me! Which I, in that point, I was like, this character is fucking amazing. He says, love me! And I went, okay! <laughs> <laughs> it then makes me suddenly realize why it's so heinous that the when we, uh, way back, this is a throwback, when we were going to watch a Limitless match between Alec Price and Love Doug, how heinous it was that some fucker took scissors to Love Doug. Right? Like right? what the fuck? Unbelievable! Man? Unbelievable! God, hate how 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 could anyone do do something like that to a guy like Doug? Doug doesn't deserve it. Doug did not deserve it. So after this self indulgent love celebration, Doug rolls smokes back to the ring. Throws uh, he throws smokes into the ring. Hits one hell of a neckbreaker on smokes. But his Hall offense gets halted by a huge lariat from smokes after blocking an arm dragging. From here, smokes in control of this match despite some flurries of offense here and there from Doug. And after beating Doug around the ring, Smoke slams him into the ground and goes for back-to-back unsuccessful pins before getting Doug in the corner and Irish whipping him a few times. But Doug eventually does do the classic, gets his boot up, he runs back into Doug, Doug back elbows him in the face. Doug then tries to jump over Smokes, but Smokes catches him in a fireman's carry, but then nearly gets rolled up by Doug because he talks too much shit to the crowd. Classic. And it's basically the three things I said. I'm your future champion. Respect me. You're at the future champ. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I'm, I'm like, I'm sick of this joke. Yeah, this guy's a joke. Yeah, 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 which, yeah. Which is, we just gave him a Brooklyn accent by accident. Literally. <laughs> However, he rectifies this by then booting Doug in the face and hitting him with an incredibly violent-looking sit-out face buster. I love the way this move looked. I'm it not going to lie. If it was his finisher, I would not be surprised. Nope. Perfectly but Doug believable. kicks out. And Smoke's absolutely livid that this quote-unquote joke 
is still in this match. He starts to shove Doug around, which is Mikey and I have always said is the absolute worst thing you could possibly do in a wrestling Never match. Never a good idea. Just fires your opponent Not one, I don't think once we've seen it worked out for it, for the, the heel. I think if I'm thinking about it, there's like a singular time, and it was like a recent match we watched where the heel did it, and then the face fired up and got kicked in the face and fell over, and I was like, wow, that actually worked. <laughs> right, I remember. I, I also, I don't remember what match it was from, but I also remember someone getting completely noped mm-hmm. on their comeback. Yep. So Doug, now feeling the passion of love, nails Smokes with several rapid strikes to the face, a running knee to the face, and then a big boot to the face, which wipes him out. He then hits uh, Doug with a... He then hits Smokes with a running forearm, goes for a smooch on the head, Bulldog. But Smokes stops himself, which causes Doug to then flop onto the campus. Campus. Canvas. Smokes, of course, <laughs> then calls him an idiot. Doug, he's flopping onto the, he's <laughs> flopping onto campus, baby. Ready to party. <laughs> Ready to go to class. Ready to have the most energetic and interactive party you could possibly have somehow. Oh, yeah. So Smokes, of course, calls him an idiot. And as the words come out of his mouth... Doug kips up and hits a very good-looking slice spread on him. Oh, yeah. It was uh, it was real dope. What a neat-looking spot, honestly. Yeah, it was. Like, I was like, a kip-up into a fucking slice bread. Not fucking nice. It's Max. So Smokes kicks out. Doug hits a Mitsunoku driver. Doesn't get the win again. Sets up for a super kick a la the Heartbreak Kid HBK. Mm-hmm. But Smokes ducks it. And short order, Smokes nails him with strikes, and then a combination of moves straight out of a wrestling game's creative finisher. That was a good way to describe it. I have the sequence for you here. He gets dug up on his shoulders via a gut wrench hold, flips him sideways onto the ground, then flips over him and picks him up and hits him with a cross-arm neckbreaker. I literally looked at that and I was like, wow. It literally felt like I was playing WWE 2000, or 2K10 and the guy had like made his finisher as long as he possibly could to beat me up. You know the one where it's like, punch yeah. in the gut, punch in the gut, punch in the gut, punch in the yeah. gut. Punch, kick, punch, kick, punch, kick, one area. up, spin, 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 right? Yeah, and then you lose, and if you don't lose, he hits you with the one where he's just constantly flipping you around, and you're like, alright, dude, just fucking hit the fucking finisher, come I think, on. I think in the, the WWE games, they should do, uh, the, the, the longer the finisher is, the more opportunities you have to, like, hit the counter button at the right See, time, you know? That would be neat. Because then you could flex on your opponent, and if your opponent gets out of it, that's your own fault. But if you hit it on him, you could say you hit your 10-move finisher on your opponent. Yeah, exactly. But somehow Doug kicks out of this creative finisher. So, as a result, Smokes nearly knocks him out with elbows to the back of the head, which forces Doug to go for a (coughs) roll-up. Which results in the two of them trying to roll each other up. In the end, none of them were successful, so Smokes just slaps him in the side of the head. In the end, they both ended up failing. Yeah, and then he goes for the kill via double stomp, but Doug avoids it and rolls him up and then stacks himself on top of Smokes and picks up the win. Yes. That is a game set match. It was a really good match. I like I the like... selling a lot from them. Me too. Uh, Doug's, and I like Doug sneaking in the roll-up at the end to get the victory. That was cool. It's funny seeing uh, Smokes being all pissed off. Yeah. I will say one thing that was interesting about this match that I liked was uh, the camera work and sound work. Dope. <coughs> <laughs> the sound work had like a commentator in each ear, mm. which while new was not unpleasant to me. I see. I didn't watch it with headphones, in, so I didn't catch that. And uh, I liked how they had like a one like single like aerial camera shot up above and like the up above and like the rafters. Mm-hmm. It was neat. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it, it was it was kind of cool, and um, I think it, it just it all it did was help this match really. Mm-hmm. What would you give this match, Mikey, if you could? I think I gave I think I gave this one three. 
I thought it was solid. Maybe like I think it's like between two point seven five and three because it was just like right smack in the middle, pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was like shockingly amazing or like anything like super duper special, but it was a solid yeah. matchup. Uh, I really liked Love Doug's character work. I really liked. Um, I like Ricky Smokes. I like his in ring ability. Uh, mm-hmm. And I thought this match was just a solid matchup between two people who were just good at what they do. I think I'm gonna give it a three and a half. Okay. Uh, I that's that's carried largely by Love Doug's character work and the fact that these two sold each other like death half the time. Yeah. Which I always love. Get it? Yeah, that's always a nice that's always a nice touch when uh, people go out of the way to sell really well for each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, so going off of that, uh, I was gonna make another love another uh, love uh, joke, but I can't think of it off on the top of my head. Bummer. So now we're going to go to a match that is so much more fast-paced than the last match. It's actually kind of funny. Yes. Yes, we are. We're going, we going into Robert Martyr taking on... Fucking... Where's my notes? Rip Bison. Rip Bison. You know, this match's pacing is actually hilariously fast. Yeah, it's it starts off with uh, Martyr just absolutely uh, rushing Rip Bison in the corner and just beating the crap out of him. And throughout this whole match, like... Martyr was pretty hard in control throughout a lot yeah. of it, especially he, in the beginning. I I don't know who he got the advice from, but he was literally like, I'm just going to beat the fuck out this guy and not give him any room to breathe at all, and if he tries to fight back, I'm just going to fuck up his one way to use his finisher. Kind of mess up his day a lot, yeah. Yeah. So after the mugging at the beginning of this match that Martyr does to Bison, <laughs> uh, Bison eventually boots him in the gut, throws him out to the outside, and then throws him back in the ring, oddly enough. Which is funny to me because commentators were like, oh, that's usually his preferred spot. I don't know why he just threw him out there and threw him back out. Okay. Uh, and it ends up being a mistake because he gets on the apron and Martyr boots him in the face off it. And then takes him out with a suicide dive. And they fight on the outside. Yep. Like like you said, Martyr is all over Bison out here. Like, he even starts to, like, attack uh, Bison's arm. Because Bison's finisher, the Love Gun Lariat, as I've heard this commentary say, funnily enough. The Love Doug Lariat? If only. <laughs> uh, is a, it's his finisher, and basically Martyr's just assaulting his arms, hoping that if he hurts them enough, he can't actually do the finisher. That, hey, it's a good strat. <clears throat> and I love how this continues on. Martyr throws him into the ring. And he's continuing this offense, and then he hits the most flaccid-sounding chop I think I've ever seen. Yikes. I was like, bro. And the moment he does this, Bison just no-sells it and slaps him right across the face. That is so good. I love I when like, a chop doesn't quite land, and then the, the wrestlers, like, improv really quick and don't, like, sell it. And mm-hmm. you're just like, oh, you know what? I'm just gonna kill him for this one. Yeah. So... After that, it pisses Martyr off. Martyr slaps him across the face. And then... <laughs> and then, as a result, after all of that, Bison ends up slamming Martyr into the mat with a reverse spin scoop power slam or Jeff Cobb's tour of the islands, if you're familiar with that. Yep, sounds about right. Yeah, he put Martyr in his fucking place for that weak-ass chop. <laughs> so Martyr He's like, if you're coming outside. at me, don't come without the smoke, baby. Yeah, and he doesn't really get any better for Martyr after this, because on the outside, Bison chucks him face first into a ring post. That, the sound his head made when it hit the oh. post. Oof. Oh, fuck. That's going to be stuck in my head all day. Bro, it was like when you were playing, like, Little League, and you have one of those aluminum bats, and you hit the fucking baseball. It's just a ping. It's like, just, ah. That's what his head sounded like, bashing off of a steel pole. Yeah, like, oh, fuck. 
You never want to hear that sound come come from someone's head. Yeah. So Bison pummels Martin on the outside some more until he power slams him onto the fucking hardwood gym floor. <laughs> yeah, it was. Just straight up. <coughs> and as Martyr is screaming in agony on the ground from this, Bison goes to elbow drop him off the apron, but misses when Martyr moves out of the way. And it fucks up his arm. Even more than, all, than it already was. So Martyr instantly targets it on the outside. He strikes, holds, joint manipulation. At one point, I think he even, like, pull like throws his arm like into like the middle area between the ring post and like this metal wire and he just yanks on it Mm -hmm. it's nasty it is it is not yeah it's not 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 good Mm -hmm. and eventually martyr now in the ring with bison goes for a tiger driver and bison counters it with a backdrop and he goes to powerbomb martyr but his arm gives out so martyr hits a step up in sagiri so bison ends up getting back to the corner and martyr sees this socks him in the jaw with a running forearm and then drives him into the mat with a german suplex but bison kicks out so, Marta the German for, was great. He's a fantastic German. So, Marta goes for a cross-face chicken wing. What he doesn't expect, though, is the Bison, who is still in this match, hoists him up onto his shoulders in a fireman's carry. And as Marta desperately tries to elbow his way out of this, Bison hits him with a stunner from the fireman's carry before launching him across the ring with a brutal-looking razor's edge. Yep. But Marta kicks out. So Bison goes for a burning hammer, and in response, Martyr claws at his face, and it drops him to the mat, where he hits him with a backstabber. Bison, now stunned by this, uh, Martyr then decides he's going to hit him with a quick brain buster. Still doesn't get the job done, though. So he immediately runs through Bison with a lariat when he gets up, but Bison kicks out again. And Bison just won't die. I don't know why. He just won't stay down, you're right. He He just keeps kicking this whole match. And if I recall correctly, Bison kicks out of this thing at one, and I think he gets up because of his adrenaline and just leans onto the middle rope. Yeah. Like, he starts walking around for a sec, and then he's like, oh, fuck, I'm tired. <laughs> so, he's now laying on these ropes here, and Martyr goes after him with aggressive knees to the face before then starting to, or attempting to Irish whip him off the ropes, but Bison holds onto it with his one good arm, so Martyr strikes him to get him to move. And what he doesn't realize is... <laughs> In his, I guess, assuming that he had the match won at this point, he doesn't realize that Bison turns around and he flattens him with the Love Gun Lariat and wins. Yeah. Bison just out of nowhere just wrecks him. I thought it was a very good match. Agreed. I enjoyed Uh, it a lot. I did kind of feel like the finish came a little bit out of nowhere, though. I agree. It was was fast, and all of a sudden it was like, Martyr was in control. Oh, Martyr lost. It's like, like oh, oh okay i mean i guess it makes sense why like, you're oh, his arm all right damn i would have liked for a bit of build up there yeah i agree uh i give this match three and a quarter the balloons i i was i was at three and a half for it but we were basically at the same spot just yeah. like right down the middle of the road it was it was it was a match <laughs> like yeah. i think i might have given it three and a half had the finish not been so out of nowhere because yeah, i like the aggression a lot in this match this is like me whenever I play a fighting game. I don't I don't like no fucking spacing. I'm here to beat the shit out of my opponent. My opponent's here to do vice you, versa. You, yeah, you just rush in, right? And just yes. like smash. You rush in, smash, but you rush in, just fucking get all up in their grill and try to win yes. that way. I am that guy that plays the grappler character that will rush you into a corner and I will drop you on your head. And if I if you're there to fight me head, head on with a rushdown, I'm completely fine with it. But if you're a zoner. Oh my guy, we're both incinero remains. I know this. It, 
And I'm telling all the people out there, if you're a zoner, I understand about what it's like playing your character, but I hate playing against you online. <laughs> Actively. It makes my... You take years off my life with this how much I a wrestling po- This went from a wrestling podcast to a fighting game podcast all of a sudden. God. I could go on for how much the, the, the salt that I've generated from zoners, but I won't. Instead, let's head into our last match for Limitless Wrestling after this commercial break. Now, Mikey, for our ultimate final match for this podcast. The final match. We have Limitless Wrestling's Ace Romero, a.k.a. AC Baby, going against the prize city fighter, Alec Price. Yeah. The winner of this match will go on to fight in the Fatal 4-Way or 4-Way match, because they can't because of WWE's trademark, to win the Vacation Land Cup as well as the Limitless World Heavyweight Championship. Which I'm pretty sure this is where Alec Price won the damn thing. Makes sense. Uh, if you want to see what happened to <laughs> whether Alec Price retained his belt against this very man last week, I guess, yeah, for this recording to be last week, uh, you should watch Limitless Wrestling's, ugh, Limitless Wrestling's seven-year celebration uh, pay-per-view. Yeah, definitely go check that out. But we're not here to talk about the pay-per-view. We're here to talk about this match. Uh, all you got to know about these guys is that they fucking hate each other. Sure do. A lot of history between each other. None of it good. Nope. They've had hardcore matches. They've had, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure they had a last man standing match. Makes sense. They've had rubber matches, gone rubber matches, and I'm pretty sure that these two will never stop hating each other. Ironically enough, I think these two would actually be a really sick tag team together with like a super big heavy like Ace and then a very uh, a fast-paced high flyer like Alec being able to take advantage of that. Fight forever. Hey man, there's the enemy of my enemy is my best friend, and then there's just the only person that knows you better is your is your yeah yeah the enemy. person that knows you best is your the person you hate the most right. Mm-hmm. But maybe in some far distant future that may happen, depending on whether or not Ace Romero actually beat Price last week. To this match now, <laughs> in case you can't tell if this ma- if they don't like each other off of what we just told you, the collar and elbow tie up these two have is stopped after Romero slaps slaps Price right across the face. And Price slaps him right back. Yeah, you know, you, you know, you can't, you can't just let a slap like that go unanswered. Yeah, and then he chops Price and just chucks him out across the ring with literal no remorse for how it's he's gonna land. Who cares? It's, it's your, it's your mortal enemy, right? Exactly. So Price tries to boot Romero and fails because Romero catches his foot, throws it away, and then takes out Price's legs by rolling through them like and he's in a fucking video game. I was so caught off guard by this. It was like uh, the equivalent of like a barrel rolling through you in like Donkey Kong or something like that, <laughs> and just taking out your legs. Be like, what the fuck just happened to me? Listen, man, uh, some you gotta do what you gotta do. And then he wipes Price out with a running crossbody. Shortly after, Price stops, fights back by stomping on his foot, kneeing him in the face, and then hitting him with a tornado DDT off the second rope. Mercilessly, then Price beats Romero while he's down, while hitting him between the shoulder blades with a single leg lariat. And then choking him out. Oh yeah. Uh, he continues to beat this down with some char- be- continues to beat them with some sharp ch- sounding chops until Romero starts to fight back and Price is forced to knock him down with a drop kick. So he changes up his game and puts Romero in a sleeper hold and he gets it in for a while, Mikey. Yeah, he does. He he gives it in for uh more longer than I would like. Yeah, and Romero looks like he's literally dribbling at one point. But he does start to get up, and Price <laughs> Shin kicks him in the back of the head, 
stomps him in the back, and then leg drops the back of his neck off the top rope. I kind of love this next part because of just how yeah, comedically the, like Looney Tunes it is. I love the I, I like the sequence though. It was a really cool sequence where it was just like one one tiny move into one medium sized move into one big move, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a really nice sequence, and then he tries to crossbody Romero from the second rope, but instead of Romero doing anything, he just stands there and Price bounces off him like a bug on a windshield, which which is very I just funny. thought was hilarious. And you can tell by this point that Romero is incensed with Price and his bullshit. I mean, yeah, it makes sense. So he first slaughters him with a Uranagi in the corner, slams him into the corner with a buckle bomb, and then Price tries to fight back and instead gets launched off a pounce from Romero to the outside. And Price... I, I don't know how else to say this. Like, he's screaming and crying like a bitch on the outside. Like, he's in... He's got, like, the most pathetic scream I think I've ever heard. I mean, did you see that pounce, though? The pounce was brutal. Let's be clear. The pounce was brutal, and the reaction was warranted, but the way he was screaming was literally like, oh, my God, just shut up. (laughs) Come on. Like, it was, like, the most pathetic crying and screaming, which is very good because Romero, it went to Romero not giving a fuck. He pushes the ref away, throws Price into the ring, who's still selling his leg, by the way. And unexpectedly, Price actually counters an Irish whip from Romero with a tilt-a-whirl maneuver that slams Romero face first into the mat. But both of them can't really get up because Romero's face has just gotten slammed and Price can't stand up. When they do, though, Romero hits several rough forearms to the face. Price retorts with a high knee to the face and Romero cinches in a sleeper hold before dropping him with a half-and-half suplex. Both are down again, but when they get up, Price rocks him with a super kick to the face. Which gives him the opportunity to climb to the top rope. And from there, he hits Romero with a picture-perfect blockbuster. Literally, just on a dictionary. If you open up a dictionary and just look at blockbuster, this is what you get. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he, he's the prize for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. And speaking of prize, he then hits Romero with the surprise kick to the back of the head. Mm-hmm. But Romero somehow kicks out of it. I think this is at the point of the match for Mikey where I looked at Price's leg and I realized there was just a massive fucking mark on his leg where he fucking hit the apron on the way down off of that pounce. Yeah, it looked rough. Like, I, for when he was, I know he was yelling and it sounded, like, really, like, funny. Yeah. But, like, I was genuinely, I was genuinely concerned for a little bit. I'll say that much. I mean, yeah, he was, <laughs> I will say that it was kind of funny when Romero grabbed him and went, Stop! She yeah. just threw him into the ring. I was oh, like, oh, my. oh, it was, but like I said, I was genuinely concerned because it sounded like he was in real, actual, like, a yeah. lot of pain. Anywho, we're near the end of the match, so let's uh, let's finish this off with a bang. So, yeah, why don't we? Price hobbles over to him. Uh, so when Price hobbles over to him, so Romero st- <laughs> strikes him back by slapping the shit out of him, back-fisting him in the side of the face, and then destroying him like literally wiping him inside out with a lariat. Price can't stand at this point. So Romero digs down deep and picks him up to go for the kill. But Price instead headbutts him in the face, nearly gets hit with a swinging back fist from Romero that he dodges. Price then quickly kicks out the back of one of, or pick, kicks out one of his legs, hits him with another surprise kick, and this time he picks up the win. Yeah, it was the, the the second surprise kick is what the one armed pin, the second surprise kick, the, like the pure exhaustion mm. that he was selling at the end there. Yeah, uh, I think it all ended up to a great finish. And uh, going to the fatal into the four way that I'm pretty sure he wins. Price had to go in this with a 
a, uh, what's the word here? A lingering injury caused by his blood rival in this promotion. Yep. Sounds about right. Pretty poetic, honestly. And he had to wrestle that night again, right? Mm-hmm. It was that Yikes. night. I think I think he was, and if I recall correctly, his match was the fourth guy being picked. Like, he was literally right after this, he was going to the main event. Oh, at least, uh, imagine being that match. Imagine having a match going yeah. to the back and being like, all right, time to get ready for my entrance again. Like, yeah, that or you get, you get like literally one match to get yourself ready. Like, all right, your main event, go. It's like, fuck. Here, right? Like, hold on. Somebody get me some water real quick. Get me some tape for my fucking leg. God damn it. Yeah, right? It's so wild. God, it is insane. What would you give that match, Mikey? Uh, That match, I gave it four, uh, four doubloons. I really liked it. I gave it... I was kind of torn between three and a half to three and a quarter, or three and three quarters. So I'll give it three and three quarters. Yeah, this one was this one was a four for me. I was really amped up. There was a lot of uh, really cool spots. These two were, uh, these these two clearly really know each other, like uh, as mm. competitors, and they have really good chemistry together. So this match was solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very nice showing from Limitless. Yeah, definitely. Limitless always uh, really takes it to the next level in terms of their events. Uh, there's a lot for Limitless to offer, and Limitless is one of the very nice independent companies that offers pretty much all their matches for free on YouTube. Yeah. Or at least a good amount of them that you, it's very easy to get, just have like a day to sit down and just watch some wrestling of theirs. Yeah, they have an extensive library, that is for sure. And they have a good amount of originals as well as, uh, people from other promotions that show up there from time to time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, give them a shot if you can, if you have some time to watch some independent wrestling. Yeah, definitely. Always watch independent wrestling. Support your local indie promotion. So with that, I think we've reached the end of this episode. We sure have. That's a that that uh, wraps it up. That's all of our matches this week. We're gonna leave next week. It's a little bit of a surprise because uh, we aren't sure what promotion we're doing yet. So we'll we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that I think brings us to the plugs. So. Don't forget to go follow Indie Waters on Twitter at Indie Waters, where you can follow uh, all of our thoughts on the world of wrestling and the world in general. And you can see and you can see the YouTube links to every match we talk about on this show, so you can watch it for yourself and form your own opinion. See how many doubloons you would give it. Let us know uh, over there. You could also follow the you could also follow the Countout Network on Twitter at Countout Pod, where we have the Mothership feed, where you can go see all the rest of the podcasts here in the network, such as Your Dose of Death. How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling, uh, Okada Short, and so, so much more. Uh, so go subscribe, go follow over there and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. of course. Go check out our website, countoutpod.com, for all the information you need on all the whole rest of the network. Go check out our Teespring store, where we're selling a bunch of merch, uh, a bunch of t-shirts for all of our different podcasts here on the network, which is very cool. And, of course, join the Discord if you're a fan of the Canada Network and want to talk to other fans of the Canada Network. Discord's a perfect place to do it. We have a great little community over there where we all talk about wrestling, whatever wrestling's on. Uh, it's just a nice little place to be hype about the thing you love. Uh, so go check that out over there. And all those links I just said in the description below, as usual. Uh, and I think that about does it for this week. So, uh, Zach, you got anything? Nope. Didn't think so. So I just leave with nothing left to say, and that is to remember... <laughs> There's a gigantic sea of independent wrestling out there. So never stop exploring.
This has been a Countout Podcast.